what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Matthew Mania, the time it says. You know what time it is. Welcome to the Matthew Mania Podcast. I'm Matthew Mashler, a real estate broker who watches wrestling as if it's my job. And with me, the co-host of the Matthew Mania Podcast, Neil the Heel, who actually promotes wrestling as if it's my real job. Because it is my real job. Yes. Neil is the promoter and uh, not the ring announcer. He's the host of Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, a division of Matthew Mania. It's one of the many things that Matthew Mania is involved. I, I explained this to, uh, to my friend Evan the other day. Matthew Mania is more of an idea. It's a movement. It's an, it, can be, it can be anything. It's basically anything I'm doing, whether it's the wrestling or the charitable or the fundraising or whatever it is we happen to be doing at the moment. And uh, speaking of my friend Evan, he's actually joining us today on the Matthew Mania podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the speaker of the Porterhouse, the commander in B, Mr. Evan Darnell. Hello, Matthew Mania. I'm not. I'm actually now. Matthew Mania is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. And uh, when you're in the Matthew Mania lifestyle, uh, it comes with a bunch of epicness, and one of them is Boca Raton Championship Wrestling and Matthew Mania and Red Meat Lovers Club and all the cool stuff on the back of your t-shirts. Uh, of all the things I've ever done and promoted, I think. Uh, nothing has caught on quicker and grown faster and stronger than Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Because it's amazing. It's a it's a two and a half hour escape into a world of fun uh, and food. And you, we've only been doing this for six months. Only for only for six months. Would you say it's epic? It has the official epic seal of epicness. Nice. That's what I was going. For. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I left the first time I saw a, a, a um, event, I said that is at the caliber that I would do it at, and that's the that is the highest form of praise that I can give. And at the black box, at the black box, and then and the what, second show was even no, the YMCA, even better. The YMCA one was like incredible that's the one that really got me hooked because it was in a space that's never seen what you guys put on that's what i appreciate the most did not look like the ymca no it did not <laughs> the production it was, value was incredible and, exactly. and production value of, of the third show at the at the loft where we had uh, Charlie Parra, the rock god, 15 feet high off the floor. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the, the, it's in the details is yeah. really where um, what differentiates, say, what, say, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling does versus any other wrestling event you'll go to. I tried to get onto Ticketmaster. Like, that was my goal. And, then, you know, people say the Ticketmaster fees are, are high. I'm like, I don't care. I want to be. I tried to be on Ticketmaster and Groupon. <laughs> and I couldn't get either accomplished. Here's a fun fact about Evan Darnell that I uh, I have not said out loud in a long time. I spoke at the first ever Groupon Shareholders Conference in Chicago. Really? Yeah, because I was the first person to put a quote-unquote celebrity chef onto Groupon at my old job, and it increased our sales almost 82%. That is amazing. Was it yeah. Sexy Chef? It was not. It was New York City David Burke. David Burke? Oh. Yeah. On Groupon. On Groupon. Uh, which restaurant? David Burke at Bloomingdale's. And then what we did was we rolled it out into Fishtail and David Burke oh, Kitchen. Fishtail. I like Fishtail. Yeah, Fishtail was good. So um, I'm turning uh, 50 uh, in a couple of days. And uh, you know, the 
all year I've been aware of turning 50 and getting older. And one of the signs is you have all these companies that have pivoted from their original purpose. And then a lot of times the name remains. So, you know, if you've used Groupon, uh, you may not remember this, but at the very beginning, when Groupon first came out, um, there had to be enough buyers for a deal. So they, they, they would announce the deal, but it wouldn't, and, and you'd, 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 I'd buy the Groupon, but it wouldn't actually, I don't know if it was called tip or, or, yeah, or activate tip, or, yeah. or activate until X number of people yeah. also bought the deal. And it was like, and that's why it was called group, right? It was a group coupon. And, um, and it used to be so exciting when you'd see something like David Burke or see something that you really wanted. And, and so you'd buy it and you'd be waiting to see all right, 800 more people have to buy this for it to, for it to tip. And you'd even tell your friends like, Hey, come check out this Groupon yep. because you had to tell your friends because you needed more people to buy for the Groupon to go live. The so f- the first time I did Groupon with David Burke, we had in the restaurant approximately 27, 27 tables. And the, fir- the first time I sold the dinner for uh, two, a three course meal, we sold 4,350 dinners. Wow. 4,350 dinners. In a restaurant that seat had 27 tables fed, yeah. sat 100 people. Yeah. So essentially what I did was I sold all of our tables at night for about nine months. Mm-hmm. And the servers, I wrote a letter. And Groupon is a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's all about perceived value. Yeah. And I... Basically invited everyone back at dinner for a free bottle of wine when they bought two entrees. At f- after 5 p.m. in Bloomingdale's, no one wants to eat. Who would want to eat at a department store? Right. A glorified diner. We it went from being a shift I couldn't cover to people begging to get on the dinner shift because they were making 40 to $50 a hour. The, the group on diner did tip well. Well, I wrote the letter saying this dinner is normally $175, which is capital B, capital S. Right. Inflated. Inflated. It's as bloated as I am after a Chris Jericho cruise. <laughs> How much uh, did the Groupon go for? We sold for $79. We got 63 of it. Oh, that's not bad. No. And because they wanted the celebrity chef. And the worst case scenario cost us like $41 mm-hmm. in food and beverage and yeah. all that. But the servers crushed it. They were making tons of money because people were tipping on the one seventy five. Exactly, and so they they were they were tipping because they already spent the money and it was gone. And it was a good meal that we offered. And uh, I remember the bottle of wine. Here's a little secret. Shh. What you do, you have to find when you're in the restaurant business. You may have to find a super obscure bottle that no one can Google the price. Right. So I did that and I was buying it by the pallet, which is 56 cases at a time. And it cost me, I think the bottle cost $4.12. It, it, it wasn't even vintage wine. It was red California wine. Uh, but we, we did really well with it. And we ended with the meal with a Farniente ounce and it was good. But uh, you know, that my, is Groupon. I didn't think I'd be talking about Groupon right. today. You know, my son's uh, a senior in high school and he's taking this econ class and he says that a lot of the concepts are things that he's heard me talk about and I never studied economics, but I'm fascinated by it. And I'm, and certainly couponing and, 
and 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 discounting and, and it's part of sales and i've always been very curious on on how all that works even like when i talked to the um to his to his econ teacher um you know, the guy was saying how like you know he, he'd ask the students if you could negotiate at starbucks and, our, and everybody obviously responds that you can't but you know if you think about it right some people come in with a coupon some people have the rewards cards so yeah. not everyone pays the same sometimes on your birthday you get a free one so that so there's things even these major companies can do that to to um increase um profits increase sales we we own some restaurants my family we own some restaurants on the jersey shore and you see all kinds of things in the economy that affect sales right if it's going to rain that weekend our sales are down so i try to you know talk to the talk to the people um when, when groupon came out that maybe not Groupon, but maybe, you know, through the right email database and through the right offers, right? On Thursday, if you see that it's gonna be rainy that weekend, you can send out a free appetizer coupon in the email for the weekend and try to get people to the restaurant, even though uh, crowds will be down, try to, you know, up, up sales on, on, the down, um, on the down weekends. But, but it was amazing, even in, in that restaurant, to watch, you know, which weekends of the summer got made more and then how the weather affected our sales. So, 100%. so it's just amazing things. And then uh, some of my partners and some of the businesses, they don't like to um, coupon or use coupon. They think it's, um, they think it lessens the brand somehow. I don't agree with, I, I've had this conversation so many times, especially we really set the mark. We sold, we sold in one year, oh, like $1.2 million yeah. in Groupons um, in the three restaurants. It's advertising. It's put it, adver it gets people in, mm -hmm. and this is what this is what this is what always you know, this is what would happen if it cheapened the brand. Someone would have had to have a reservation, right? Saw the coupon, not bought the coupon or the Groupon, and then said, "Since they're on Groupon, I will not be going there anymore." Right. right. You get a you get a new customer. Getting a new customer. Getting a person to come in for the first time. So that's why I wanted to group on the BRCW because you know, they'll email blast the entire Palm Beach County, right? They'll yes. email blast thousands of people. How many of them are going to go, wow, Bokertown Wrestling, and then tell their kids about it? Yep. And they're not going to buy a ticket, right? They're just going to know about it. How many people are going to know about my brand? If 100%. three people buy a ticket and a thousand people hear of the event, it's amazing. So Basically it's a free advertisement. It's, it's not free. I pay for it with the people that actually buy the ticket, but what's the big deal to put 10 or 20 extra seats in the room? Uh, I'll tell you what you do because I, I, I'm very adept at uh -huh. social media couponing. So the Boca Raton championship wrestling at the greatest value ever of $50 a ticket. What I would do is I would create a Boca Raton championship VIP package Yeah, where it's worth $139 because right. you get a t-shirt, which Matt is not afraid to give away. I throw them out. The, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta yeah. get a t-shirt launcher. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want one too. Ooh, write that down, Neil, write that down. T-shirt launcher. Yeah, on the list. you get like you blow some like kid's chest open with a t-shirt <laughs> launcher. Uh, we're not, we're like, I want the Marlins one that reaches the third deck. You're like, but Matt, the, we're in a basketball court, but, um, so what we do uh, that you create the VIP package, it's $139 value. You sell it for uh, 75 bucks and you end up clearing your same price. The same price. You know? Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful method, but, but again, you know, the, 
I always think I always think with, you know, with Twitter and Groupon and PayPal, all these all these established companies that yep. swerved a little bit from their original. My, my my father actually taught me that, um, you know, years ago when I was a kid about how many people, that his friends that you know made money or got rich or or had a successful business that what was not quite what they started. They they, they swerved, they swiveled at some point, right. um, and and found their niche. So well, Red Meat Lovers Club started as a bunch of guys knowing that we were going to be friends. But we didn't know how to do it so quickly. So instead of, you know, saying hi, bye, you know, here and there, we set last Thursday of every month, we're going to go out to dinner. And then we're, that was fun. Let's do it again. And that was fun. Let's do it again. Can I bring my friends? They don't live here. Can I do it again? And we haven't missed a month since, uh, you know, September 2017. Uh, that, I was, I was going to, I was going to. I was going to ask you. Know, we 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 have this conversation, but I brought, right. I brought on the guest. I wanted to ask you how it how it started. So that's how you started. Yeah, that that, that was the the starting of the Red Meat Lovers well, Club. Just to that was yeah, Red Meat Lovers Club two point mm-hmm. You know, one point started in nineteen ninety four. Oh. at Tulane University when I was a freshman, and my second week there, I saw it on the on the you know the UC uh, counter at the tables was Save Students Advocating Vegetarian Eating. And I oh said, I said, well, that's cool. At least you can start a club like that. But I want to start the club, the opposite club, the opposite club. Oh, God. you know, and uh, then the Red Meat Lovers Club was officially started back in 94, got recognized in 95. By it, was the, a, it was a recognized club at Tulane. Yeah, 100 percent. Mm-hmm. And then um, is it still there? No, oh. it's not there. My fraternity house is gone too. what fraternity. Uh, Pike. Pike. We had a fire truck in our front yard. Did you? Yes. Uh, we need a we need a fire truck just going around Boca with the Boca Championship. That's where you put the T-shirt launcher off the fire truck. Off the fire truck. Um, and then uh, we can get in the uh, St. Patty's Day parade. Exactly. Yeah. For the March Madhouse show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put that down. Uh, and then um, well, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you go to an event or an arena and there's a fire truck out there, is is there some concern that people would think, oh, there's a fire? Like, would it be a, a, a misconstrued? As it, a, would, it wouldn't be as misconstrued because around the fire truck mm-hmm. would be troughs of roast beef. Oh, I see. And instead of putting water into the fire truck, you put au jus. And the the fire truck is is dispensing gravies of various sorts. So no, there would not be any um, there would not be any misconstruedness. Uh, but we yeah. So I went into the restaurant business twenty years after college for twenty years, and we moved down here in August of twenty seventeen. Here meaning South Florida, and we. Um, Started up the club almost immediately after I found out that my community encouraged residents to start clubs, mm-hmm. especially in a new community that didn't have anything except a lot of new residents. So we've done, uh, I think we're at about 140, <laughs> which is crazy. You know, Matt Matt understands how crazy that number is. I we've, really, I really believe that the success of your club and the camaraderie that it created and the sense of community that you created in, in Seven Bridges very much um, is very much responsible for a premium 
uh, in the pricing of houses in Seven Bridges. It, it created very much a, a, a desire for people who were already in the area to move to Seven Bridges specifically over some of the other communities because they wanted in on, on the movement and on the excitement and on the things that were going on there. I, I, I don't know that to be true or false, but I can tell you this, is that there is a strong nucleus of good people not just in Seven Bridges, but the surrounding communities, Woodfield, uh, Lotus, Boca Bridges, and the regular bridges, where there is just a ton of great people that want to do great things together. Yeah. So um, to your point, um, it's it's a great community where we live, and uh, it's really morphed into this national national. Uh, movement. We have uh, chapters in New Jersey, Tampa, Orlando, Austin, Dallas, Texas, Nashville, and beyond. That's amazing. I'm actually, how many uh, how many events do you put on a year? Um, the <laughs> it you I used to say you know twelve. It was twelve months in a year. Uh, I would say in 2023, if we do less than 30 events. Now take that in. You know that, Matt. Imagine That's doing, a lot. imagine doing thirty Boca wrestlings. Um, That's not all in South Florida, though, right? No, it's so in South Florida, we'll end up doing probably like eighteen events, not including our ten lunches that we'll do. I don't count those as an event, but I do like them as much as of our events. And then uh, wait, beyond, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You organize a massive lunch. Yes. You advertise it everywhere for free. Yes. And it's at restaurants or your home yes. or, or at retail stores. Yeah. Um, catered. Yes. Uh, from some of the best restaurants in town, Windy City Pizza, Ra Ra Pizza. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and others. And, and, and you don't consider that an event. No, that is. That's it's a, not an Yeah. No, it, to most people, it probably would be an event because like 70 people show up on it. But, um, to me, an event is That's where your club I, meeting where you plan your events. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's a quick, and what's great about them is they're like, almost, you know, they start, people eat, I talk for 15 minutes, it's done. You know, it's an hour lunch. Um, everyone's welcome to come, and you can all find us at uh, on our private Facebook page, Red Meat Lovers Club, on our Instagram at Red Meat Lovers Club, and the most important page, is at MR Commander in Beef, which is my son. He will take over the Red Meat Lovers Club uh, one day soon, and he will uh, hold that microphone like he, like I like to do. And um, I'm proud to say, thanks to people like Matt and some incredibly generous people, we just we just hit a million dollars raised. Wow, a million dollars! Yeah, since April of 2018. And the way that we do that, the way that we raise for different charities in every event we do, we partner with a different charity, is through live auction, silent auction, and raffle. And tonight we have an event. I don't know when this will post, but I can tell you this. We've already raised, because the cause is so strong, Selfless Love Foundation, we've already raised $30,000. Wow. Wow. $30,000. Yeah. I've had two, three guys write checks because of the of the cause 
um, and my love of it. And my daughter is taking pre-orders for selflesscookies.com where I baked all Sunday night uh-huh. and we're going to be giving out cookies uh, as a little preview to our taking our dozen cookie orders or selling cookies by the dozen around the country. And we, uh, it's going to be a special, special night tonight. And for the rest of the month, we have pretty big events planned. There's a fun event coming up, uh, January 26th. Uh, January 26th is the third time Delray. Uh, what do I call it? This one, this is going to be the rib cage battle and it is going to be five or six boxing fights at the Delray beach boxing club and we're also going to crown the best rib in south florida we have five or six restaurants participating in it and we will uh, just like last year we crowned the brisket champion this year we're going to crown the rib champion and it's going to be really cool and that's and not for, only that it benefits uh yeah a charity that matthew and i are very heavily involved in in fact uh Evan's wearing the shirt of a Matthew Mania event. Yep. We had Forgive Kids the World. You know, when I saw the shirt, it reminded me that today is uh, exactly five months from today is when the next Give Kids the World rappelling down the Hyatt Regency is. So, Neil, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the Give Kids the World Village is? Give Kids the World Village is a uh, organization that takes in um, critically ill children, they uh they basically grant their wishes. They'll they'll take them no, to Disney. No, um, they don't grant wishes. I'm sorry. I, you know, Neil gets mad when I interrupt him. But I, no, Give Kids the World is it village is a resort in Kissimmee, Florida. I was going to get to that. That hosts, um, uh, that hosts the recipients of granted wishes. All the different wish making charities like Make a Wish, but there's hundreds of gift making charities when they. Grant a when they when when the, when the wish is to go to uh, Disney or Universal or or, the, or any of the Orlando parks, um, give kids the world vets the uh, the wish and the and the and the recipient, and if it's approved, they host the uh, the the wish kid. So they they don't grant the the wish. I guess they, I guess they grant them because they have to vet and approve. But the give kids the world village hosts for the wish granting charities and what's what's amazing about that is that's how there's so you know there's hundreds of wish granting charities so you know disney world universal and the airlines and stuff they can't they they don't have their own um due diligence departments so give kids the world works with the companies and then the companies respect give kids the world's uh um diligence and, and research so they, they work with the wish granting charities they work with the uh sponsor organizations and then they host um, at their at their resort, uh, I as a real estate agent, um, you know, I saw what what the resort r- rooms looked like, and you know, you'd have these they're these two bedroom houses. They're they're attached houses, um, but the master bedroom didn't have a bathroom, but the kids' bedroom had the bathroom because it's the kid that that is right. you know critically ill that that needs the handicapped accessible showers and whatnot. So, give kids the world hosts. Um, these things and they, they have a week planned. They have a pizzeria, they have an ice cream parlor on, on the property and they make an amazing week for the, for these children. And they also celebrate uh, like pretty much every holiday within a week there as well. Like one, one day they have Halloween, they'll go trick or treating to all the houses. They'll have Christmas one day. I love that. 
Yeah, yeah. it's it's really amazing. Perkins restaurant uh, sets uh, set up the the runs the runs the restaurant. There's a Papa John's uh, on premises. There's the ice cream parlor on premises. Is the, but there's no steakhouse. There's no steakhouse. Not yet. Not yet. Depends on how much we raise on January the 26th. Yeah. So January 26th, we're going to be doing our uh, our fundraiser for Give Kids World Village, and that's at the Delray Beach Boxing. Delray Beach Boxing Club, and then the tickets are at ribcagebattle.com. And then we're going to have just people like Mr. Lees, who won last year. Our friends over at Okeechobee uh, Steakhouse is going to be doing ribs. Pigsty Barbecue is going to be doing it. Meat Eatery is going to be participating. Uh, uh, what, what kind of food is are they be, will be offered? The best, I, all we ask is ribs ribs yeah so they can do pork beef rabbit so it could be barbecued rib it could be prime rib whatever, whatever they want to do to make make the victory theirs and you know you never know we might bring some uh brcw friends with us as well yeah that would uh, uh that would be awesome i want to see uh like the seven footer at yeah. adam uh jack jack jack, jack. yeah i want to see him take down 53 ribs um and things like that but yeah we're looking forward to um honoring that charity and the way that we pick our charities is through our sponsors and our sponsors like matthew mania is uh, just a really great way to, for us to weed through the charities that are all very deserving of our efforts um but yeah i'm really looking forward to it um on january the 26th uh, me too yeah. So meet too. Yeah, exactly. So right now we have um, this club that we started and we've been traveling and we're going up to New York city at the end of November for a executive meeting of uh, 12 people. It's our very small yet incredible group of people. Uh, and then beyond that, we're going to be going to Orlando in December we have an, another Nashville trip coming up at the end of April and whatever other things that we can throw at the world to make it uh, even better. T tell our listeners about this New York trip because it's an epic itinerary. I mean, it's, it's, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. So we leave uh, on November the 30th. We uh, into Newark airport. We go directly to our friends at BXJ Bagel for a private uh, tasting of everything that he does. This is at 9 a.m. Then we're going to go into New York City. We must have an obligatory stop at Katz's Deli nice. because that's necessary. Uh, and then we're going to probably go to 7th Street Smashburger. I heard it's doing really cool things. Uh, we're going to leave the city. Uh, we're going to go to Casa de Monte Cristo in Paramus. Going to have a, a, a brown liquor tasting with rare stogies and the the crown jewel of the trip the crown jewel is the private room at butcher block in long ranch new jersey which is a steakhouse that changed my world uh the last time i went there it was just it's such a cool spot uh you pick out your meat from a cooler um there's no there's no steak menu there's the menu is in front of you you pick what you want and then uh, we're going to head down to Atlantic City. After that, get check in around midnight, play blackjack till whenever, and then we have a flight out at 10 a.m. 
So all those places you just mentioned that you're going to go eat, how many uh, how many days is that over? That's a, that's a that's a one week uh, steak lovers trip. That is a one day trip. One one what? Huh? Uh, no, but you, you named like five or six. Yeah, yeah. Well, we that's one day. Uh, that's one day. Uh, Matt was actually part of a trip where we hit sixteen restaurants in New Orleans. I I was very upset with you. Yeah, I was so mad. It, 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 I broke people you mentally. Broke, you, you, on, broke, you, yeah. broke, you broke people. I broke people on that trip. It, it, it was a. It was like, this is what the major leagues are like. Um, right now, I'm playing single or double A. One day, I hope to uh, to achieve such greatness. But we, we went on a. We, 16- we went to Commander's Palace for lunch. Lunch number two. Oh, was that uh, was that was lunch two or three? It was the fifth meal of the day. It was, it was the fifth meal. We, I mean, we we we'd already had breakfast. We went to the Camilla's Camellia Grill. Camellia Grill. We went to that. What was the po' boy shop in the back yeah, of the bar? Domelisi's. Domelisi's was the was the bar, and then oh no, that's part. We went to Parkway Park, Tavern. We went to Camellia Grill. I had I had a po' boy. I had an egg and cheese and bacon po' boy. It was delicious. Yes, but then Parkway Tavern. Yes. And then Domelisi's, I, f- I forget. What, I think what, vice versa. Okay. And then Domelisi's, then the Parkway Tavern. And then we went to Commander's Palace and I'm sitting there and people were like looking at the menus and I'm like, what are you, wh- how could you be eating right now? <laughs> I, I had, yeah, and I, then had it, I, I, I just have a salad. I went to Commander's Palace and had a salad. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to uh, the, uh, that, Martin's Wine Cellar. The, like, and, and people were eating. We drank wine. And yeah, like, my people, favorite sandwich. They were coming out with sandwiches and meats and cheeses. I'm like, we just ate lunch at Commander's Palace. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we went to Emerald's. And, and, the, and, and then we went to... And I'm sitting at... And, 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 and Emerald's was like the fourth restaurant I couldn't eat at. <laughs> we're at Emerald's and, and there was a guy, a Brennan, from the Bren, a Brennan family member. Oh, from, yes. Was yes. sitting there at Emerald's yes. with us. And, and it was like three o'clock and Evan says, don't fill up. We're having dinner <laughs> at five. <laughs> what? It was... Yeah. Then we went to that weird Saba. The, we yeah. went to uh, the Israeli uh, Elon no, Shaya's restaurant. I had no idea what that was. And then we went to Kushan. Uh, the Kushan was a waste. I mean... When we, <laughs> when I was played, a little, they, they ordered a whole pig. Yeah, yeah. That was a waste. <laughs> no, no one was feeling great after that. No. And then we went uh, back to the... Airbnb, and then we went to get a Zazarac at uh, the Fairmont at 2 a.m. And then I went up at, at 5 a.m. We went to Ca- Cafe Du Monde. I brought back the beignets and the coffee. And then we went to Brennan's, Brennan's for breakfast. Yeah. And, and then I left after Brennan's for breakfast, and I get back to Boca. And then when everybody else got, oh, well, I left to go to a wrestling show. Yes. I forget which one. Um, maybe it was Vegas or Dallas. Um, but I left to go to a wrestling show. And when I got back, everybody was like, Nah, you wouldn't believe what you missed. Like, <laughs> what I what we went for fried chicken. Oh, we went, went to yeah, we went for fried chicken. We went to Willie Mays. I didn't eat for a week. We went to Central Grocery after that for muffaladas. Oh, muffaladas, yeah, oh, so good. And then we went to Portocol. Oh, and then we stopped at Hanson Snowballs. <laughs> yeah, that was a day and a half. Yeah, and then I have a picture of me in the airport. That all I can. I, I had a food. Everyone had a food baby. I was like, I we was, I was, I was mad at you, yeah. and I never wanted to go to a Red Bull Lovers Club yeah. event again. I, I was, yeah, I was, was angry. It, it was, it was being planned by someone that had a lot of time on their hands for a long time. Yeah, I, I, I still don't like New Orleans. <laughs> I, I, I used to. I, I just, I can't. I, I went for a wrestling show after that. I think the WrestleMania that was in New Orleans later, and I'm like, where do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't. 
I don't. This Evan made me hate food. <laughs> this town has a lot of bad food memories in it. But uh, yeah, no. Look, we like to travel. Um, my wife calls them meat bachelor parties, <laughs> and it, it's essentially true. And you know, you talk about like what's a good event, what's a bad event. To me, an event is like I try to plan events that I want to go to. Um, period. You know, like if I want to go, then I want to try to create that moment for everyone. And it's all in the details. It's all in the uh, philanthropy. Um, and, you know, a lot of work goes into them. And then as soon as they're done, it's on to the next one. And I try to top myself every time, you know, because that's the fun. Sounds like BRCW. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't, there's no fastballs down the middle. Put all this work into it. Next yeah. day, yeah. Planning the next show. Exactly. Planning the next show. Exactly, and it doesn't end. It's a, it's a vicious cycle of beef, <laughs> but I love it so. Um, and we have a lot of you know really big dynamic events on the horizon. We're doing the battleship beef again, uh-huh. uh, June seventeenth, which is the world's largest battleship in Camden, New Jersey. We trick it out into a cigar steakhouse that we're allowed to smoke on. And we raise money for the battleship. So there's just some really cool. When is that? That's June 17th. And that's battleshipbeef.com. That sounds fun. Oh, it's. Can we get a wrestling ring on the ship? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. I, I believe that there's nothing that we can't do if we all work towards the goal of just doing it together. You know, I, I do want to bring that's Peter a, Luger's down that, to South Florida for one night only. That's I think, a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Not the Peter Luger part, the, the nothing we can't do. If we don't no, it's, it's true. It is true. I haven't, I haven't figured out how to get in and out to do a one day pop up, but I haven't, and I have not figured out how to bring Peter Luger's to South Florida for one night only, mm. but they I will. Sh- they ship, don't they? They ship. It's, I want, I want the, you I want, want the experience. And I also want to bring Rayos to South Florida. Rayos, see, you know, there was Wolfgang down in Miami yeah. for a time. They closed. They were, they were, they were pretty good. Wolfgang was, he's a friend of mine, uh, Peter, and that's a good company. Yeah, I just to bring, you know, to bring Peter Luger down. You know, you'd have to. There's something about the place. It's historic, and there's something about the service. Yep. and and the sides and everything. I don't, I don't know. Look, if it was easy, everyone would do it. I think, um, but, but if, if I if anyone can do it, it's me. I, I we, let's take that offline. I, I have some ideas on how to Uh-oh. do that. Oh, we're working. I love it. And then, um, that's good. And then, you know, Gallagher's is opening in town soon. Yeah, the chef's a friend. We work together. Oh, I'm excited for that. I that's he passed good. away. Gal- no, not the not the comedian. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> We, we can't ever have a Gallagher show at Gallagher's. That sucks. Eddie V's is opening up in Meisner Park. Yep. They're pretty good. Yeah, and they then, are good. And then I, I haven't heard much about Meat Market at the Renaissance Hotel, but I see construction going. Yeah, on. I think there's just, there was a lot of splash, and I think they're trying to keep it a little bit less profile until they're closer to a a moment. I like Meat I like Meat Market because the logos are of a whole bunch of M's. Meat Market, Matt Mashler. Yeah. So I like the M logos. I, I I like it now a little bit more because of that too. Yeah. Um, meat Market is the place where if you're you are seventy two years old and you want to pick up a thirty one year old hooker, 
Hello. Just uh, go over to Meat Market in Palm Beach County. That could be their slogan. And I, I pre look. Are you saying Meat Market is basically a meat market? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that about them. They know what they're doing. So we have uh, just good stuff coming up like you guys do. So, yes. A lot of Matthew Mania uh, activities. You're wearing the, uh, the shirt for the repelling. Oh, I have a Ric Flair wrestling shoe tonight to auction off. Cool. Autograph. Hey, do you have any fun auction? What other fun auction? I have, oh, man, I, tonight's live auction will be half the event because I have so much stuff, so much cool stuff, but like a lot of really interesting Patron packages. I have the biggest golf package I've ever had with clubs and golf balls from clear, um, I have a Costa Rica casino trip with the owner of the casino going to be there. The owner of the casino. Yeah. Where in Costa Rica is it? It's in San Jose uh-huh. and it's in the mountainy part and it's uh, three days, two nights. The owner will make sure it's pretty amazing. I took my family on a Costa Rica trip. Yep. And uh, it was um, in June. So it was like after, between school and camp. So we went to Costa Rica. But also, two months earlier was uh, WrestleMania in Silicon Valley. So both flights were to San Jose. And I was so confused. Like, my travel schedule was so confused. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm going to San Jose. I'm going to San Jose in April. And I'm I'm going to San Jose. And I I realized that Costa Rica was San Jose and then San Jose, California. But uh, yeah, so we got, I got a bunch of, bunch of amazingness tonight. Wow. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Can't wait for tonight. My, Thank I, you. My wife isn't home tonight, so I, t- I told the kids seven o'clock at Warren. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you need some volunteers, yeah. Yeah, I always can use volunteers as long as they don't take a seat. This is a. They, they won't take. This a seat. one is. They'll a, be there a half an hour. And leave. Event. This one's a seated. It's a event. seated event. And um, yeah, it's gonna be really cool. I, I feel like um, I feel like tonight's gonna be special. Does the Amateurs fill up on appetizers rule come into play tonight? Most of the time, yes. But I would say no. Um, I'm not going to give that warning because Potions Emotions tries to kill you during the cocktail hour. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I've made it pretty clear that we're coming in with 120 gorillas and we need to be fed like gorillas. So they said we're going to take care of it. So you never know. Whenever I work with someone not potions, you know, I'm a little bit nervous, but that's okay. I've learned to live with it. Well, I cannot wait. And I can't wait to come back here on the podcast and report on how it was. Good. I'm sure it will be epic. Thank you for inviting me. I love hanging out with you guys. Oh, you too. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the Matthew Mania podcast. And if you want to hear more about uh, the Red Me Lovers Club, uh, we actually did an episode uh, where I was on the speaker of the Porterhouse, the uh, Red Me Lovers Club uh, podcast. So check out uh, in wherever you get your podcast, check out speaker of the Porterhouse. Exactly. And then also follow us on our private Facebook group, Red Meat Lovers Club. You will be approved. And on Instagram at Red Meat Lovers Club. And the most important thing to follow is at mrcommanderinbeef.com. My son, Tyler, 11 years old, full of beef knowledge. Take a look and laugh for hours. And, and one final plug, 
on sale now as we speak. BRCW Cruising for a Bruising, January 31st. Get your tickets at BocaRatonWrestling.com. So thank you for joining us on the Matthew Mania podcast. Check us out on MatthewMania.com or BocaRatonWrestling.com. Thank you, Evan, for being with us, and we will see you soon. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Matthew Mania, the time it says. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Matthew Mania, the time it says. Yeah, got him shook, scared, can't look. We're not afraid of the big bad wolf. First comes the right, followed by the left hook. Execute perfect, this is textbook. If you have a test, make sure you bring the best. Head into the ring with the M on my chest. Any match, bring the ladders and the tables. Lock us in the cage and nobody can save you. When it's war, I'm coming to destroy. Napalm blast, I'm coming with the noise. They chant for the king, the girls and the boys. They saying I'm the best cause they didn't have a choice. You know what's You know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is.